Hi there, and welcome to Starting Over at 50, the podcast about the game show of life where you're climbing up the ladder to success only to get thrown off halfway up, getting to start over at zero, and making a go of it. I'm Kurt Benton, your host, and I hope you'll enjoy this next episode. Good morning. It's February 1st of 2020, and I'm excited to get back on the podcast here. Um, last we checked in, it was just before Christmas, and I was wishing you all a happy holidays. Um, I successfully wrapped up my chemotherapy treatment um, the 30th of December. Um, went in and had the CT scan, and everything looks good. So um, the last eight or nine months or so since uh, April of last year when I was diagnosed with colon cancer uh, seemed to have worked out well. Wasn't an easy, uh, wasn't an easy journey. Um, there were a lot of things that we had to focus on as far as uh, getting better and um, dealing with the issues of chemotherapy and doctors and surgery and all that kind of stuff. But um, the journey seems to have been worth it, and we are now. I am now what they consider NED or no evidence of disease. It, it's a difficult situation. Um, you go from essentially actively fighting against this disease through these biweekly chemotherapy treatments, which knock you on your butt for a few days, and you're dealing with all the physiological changes in your body. Um, not that I had a tremendous amount of outward ones like losing my hair or anything like that or losing tremendous amounts of weight. In fact, that was probably the one thing that people most notably said to me whenever I hadn't seen them for a while and they knew that we were uh, fighting cancer. They were like, wow, you look really good. I'm like, yeah, I actually have gained 30 pounds because of the steroids. And it was almost kind of like they were shocked to see somebody who appears at least in good health. However, at the end of the day, um, I like to say, you know, I have cancer. It doesn't have me. The long story short there is that I'm not sure as a patient that you ever fully feel like you're out of the woods. You clearly have periods where you're not in active treatment or in, in an active fight with the disease. And I kind of call it that you're you move from an active fight to one where you're fighting with the sword of faith that the the cancer will not come back. Uh, so that's probably one of the the greatest concerns that um, I have uh, moving forward away from the cancer. And as I've said many, many times on this podcast, this isn't about cancer. It's not about surviving cancer. It's not about fighting cancer, but it is part of my journey. As soon as I got done with chemotherapy, uh, right the first week of January, I came down with this upper respiratory infection. Uh, no, it's not the coronavirus, but it certainly felt like it. Lost my voice, couldn't couldn't do anything but cough, uh, was run down. I'm sure that part of that was a result of the after effects of the chemotherapy, which involve a you know a reduction in your um, your body's ability to fight infection, but it just seemed really strange that I had done pretty well throughout the entire six month chemotherapy treatment cycle, only to get knocked on my butt by this uh, upper respiratory infection, 
that pretty much lasted for the entire month of January. And you can probably even still hear some of the effects in my voice. <coughs> so the uh, plan to launch uh, the insurance business at the beginning of the year kind of didn't happen exactly like I expected. The, um, you know, when you have one of these upper respiratory infections and you're working with people who are uh, seniors or middle-aged, it's probably not the best thing to be going out and uh, meeting these people who have ailments that you may be susceptible to catching. So we kind of put that on the on the back burner for the month of January while I recovered from the upper respiratory infection. However, we're all better now, pretty much. Uh, few minor effects to the voice, but we are ready for what I'm calling Project Day One. Um, Project Day One is really, you know, I'm 52 years old. I had a birthday uh, in the beginning of January. 52 years old now, uh, really continue to look around at what job opportunities were available. Applied for a few that were, you know, $50,000, $60,000. Once again, uh, never got past the algorithm, never got any phone calls saying, hey, come in and interview with us. And that's why I went out and got my insurance license, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, it's pushed me out of my comfort zone just learning about the insurance business. The company I'm uh, working under uh, called First Family Life is having a big convention here in Las Vegas starting the 6th, of, so then this week, and that's where I'll be next weekend. But, you know, there's when you've been uh, kind of laid up and laid on the side as dealing with the cancer for nine months, I, I kind of came to the realization that uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to retirement. <laughs> there's there's a benefit to waking up in the morning and taking some time and having some coffee and that hustle, that inertia that it takes to to get moving and to start acting like you're a 23-year-old at the beginning of your career, it's a lot easier said than done. Uh, it's easy to go out and say, hey, today's the day I'm going to make it. Today's the day I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to work out. I'm going to... Um, make it happen. I'm going to take the steps that I need to. I know what I need to do. I need to get on the phone. I need to call people. I need to set appointments. I need to go out and meet with people, sell the products. Um, but then, hey, you know, that coffee's really good. And, you know, there are some leaves in the backyard that I need to rake up. And, you know, maybe today's the day I really need to sit down and focus on getting the laundry done. These are the things that kind of got me through the last eight months, uh, you know, when I didn't have anything to do. I worked around the house. I worked on getting the laundries done and working on some of the chores. So we're we're here and we're changing lanes, you know, kind of like that train going down the track. And now we have to get back on. We need to get ahead of steam and we really need to focus. Uh, I really need to focus on those things that are going to increase the financial stability uh, for my family and uh, give me the opportunities that I'm looking for. Just last week, and uh, I'm going to throw in a little anecdote here. Uh, just last week, my wife was at lacrosse practice uh, with my kids. Uh, they both play. They're 17 years old. And one of, the, one of the other parents on the team had found a very young husky dog. 
This dog is beautiful. He's young. He's vibrant. Got these beautiful blue eyes. Super friendly. And my wife being the patron saint of lost causes, lost dogs, and probably middle-aged fat guys uh, like myself, she said, hey, I'm going to bring him home. I know some people in the Husky community. I'll put his picture up online as a lost dog. And so she came home and said, hey, I've got something to tell you. And in comes this probably... 40, 50, 50, 60 pound, beautiful husky with the latte coloring, not the black and white. He's the light brown. He's got these beautiful stripes. He's just happy. He's like, oh my gosh, there's people here. They want to pay attention to me. And they were just real. He was really thrilled to, to be taken in. I don't know if he was out on the street, but he, he looked like he'd been taken care of. Immediately, he connected with our chocolate lab with our Shih Tzu Maltese Poodle stitch, and they ran around the house all night. In fact, there was so much running going around that I actually slept on the couch to make sure that they didn't like destroy the couch because it was just so much activity going on. So we put up the pictures online. We were like, okay, we went to Paw, Paw Boost and posted them there. But the next day, we found a Craigslist ad from last month in December that was the same dog on the other side of town. So what we realized is that this dog had been lost for some time. And despite the fact that we put up these pictures of this beautiful dog, perhaps he didn't have a home. Perhaps he needed, you know, for us to help him take the next step. Uh, additionally, what we noticed, what I noticed the next day is that this dog that was running all over the house, running in the backyard, taking every opportunity to get up in your face and just say, pet me, pet me, pet me, started to become a much more sedentary dog, kind of like my lab and our Shih Tzu. They, you know, spent most of the day sleeping on the couch, sleeping on the floor, sleeping on the dog bed. Every once in a while, get up, walk around, chase the ball. But for the most part, this dog, in just a matter of a day, went from an endless bundle of energy to reflecting the environment around him. So he went from running all over to sleeping. And then he started licking his paws. And we're like, why is he licking his paws? Did he, here in Vegas, we don't have grass. We have rocks in the backyard. Did he, did he hurt his paws running around on the rocks because he was so crazy? And we went to Dr. Google, of course, and found out that Huskies, by their nature, need between one and two hours of high-energy exercise every day. If they don't, they get bored. When they get bored, one of the things they do, one of the primary things they do, is they lick their paws. So it became clear to us that this Husky, as much as he was an awesome dog, as much as he had bonded with our dogs, as much as we thought he was super cute, aside from the whole fact that he probably shed more fur than he had every single day. But the environment that he was in was causing him to not necessarily shut down, but to become this sedentary animal. And that's not who he was. So I realized at that point that that's kind of what had happened over the last eight or nine months. I'd become this sedentary, happy to get up late and not work out and 
have my coffee and do a few chores around the house. But really that, that kind of fire, that, that initiative to overcome the inertia to get out there and accomplish something every day was lacking. So I'm not saying it's fully lacking, but today is day one. Today is February one. Today's the day we get up and we do some stuff and we make some phone calls and we get prepared for next week and we get prepared for a new stage in life that's cancer-free, that's a new opportunity with my insurance opportunity, and yesterday doesn't matter. I'm not going to beat myself up about the fact that I just spent eight months basically laying around the house working as employed as a cancer patient. We're done with that. Not going to, the past is in the past. And it's time to get out of my comfort zone. It's time to make a stand and it's time to really start that fire in my belly that carried me through 14 years of running my own business and making a difference in other people's lives. So I know this one's run around, run on a little bit. It's been, it's been about a month and a half since the last one, uh, Starting tomorrow, uh, I, I'll probably bring, for, well, or for the next uh, podcast, uh, I'll probably bring Roxanne in, my wife again, and we'll uh, talk about how things are going there and some things with lacrosse and some things with Vegas in the summer and the winter, I mean. Um, but I'm anxious to see where this podcast leads the following year because there's going to be a lot of changes. And if there's not, then I want you to call me out on it. So I'm expecting some of you all to say, hey, what did you do this week? Hey, did you make did you make your goals? Did you, you know, did you take those opportunities? Because when you're starting over at 50, you know, it's not about unlimited opportunities. It's taking opportunity where you can find it. So I'm anxious to get back on the horse anxious to share more with you over the next few weeks, next few months, next few years. And we're going to make some amazing stuff happen. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, it's been great over the last year. I uh, hope you all had a great new year, whether you're celebrating the calendar new year in January or the lunar new year for the um, year of the rat in China. Um, but um, it's time to get excited. It's time to put some fire uh, under this rocket ship and see where it goes. So thanks again. Have a great day. And we'll look forward to talking to you soon.